Welcome to Awaken and Empower, a podcast dedicated to creating a space for honest and true conversations on self-development, spirituality, and the intricacies of being human. It's hosted by me, Shaylin Ivany. I'm a self-empowerment coach on a mission to help women deepen their connection with themselves so they can live an authentic and meaningful life. And that's my intention with this show as well. This podcast is for anyone who is ready to unlock their inner wisdom and commit to the journey of deeply knowing, embracing, and honoring themselves. Awaken and Empower is a safe space where we can get real and dive deep into big and meaningful topics like identity and spiritual growth, inner work and mental health, and the meaning of the miracle it is to be here, alive and breathing and taking up space. Listen in for soul-centered inspiration, heartfelt advice, and personal stories that will guide you towards awakening your authentic self and living an empowered life. Welcome to another episode of Awaken and Empower. Thank you so much for joining me in this space today. I'm so grateful for your presence and I'm really excited for today's topic and I hope that what I share in this episode is helpful and inspiring and empowering to you. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode if you gave it a listen, and if you haven't, I highly recommend it, especially if you had a rough January and didn't start off the year how you would have liked to, and you've just been navigating some difficult times in your inner and outer worlds. If that is you, I'm right there with you. January was just hard, and I really came up against some difficult thought patterns and emotions and... I feel like I was also letting the outer world get to me a lot and losing touch with myself and yeah, it was just a lot. What I've realized in my short time on this earth is that all painful times in life are calls to go deeper. So over the past couple weeks, I've really been prioritizing turning my gaze within not to my head, but to my heart. I realized that the best way to describe how I was feeling was that it was like I was struggling at the surface of the water and the waves were crashing around me and there's just so much chaos and I was trying to figure out how to breathe at the surface surrounded by all of this chaos when really the waves that were causing so much pain were actually telling me to go deeper, to surrender, To go where there is no noise, just knowing. And maybe in the deep was where I'd learn how to truly breathe. I don't know if that makes sense, but it does to me. And realizing that just shifted things within me. I needed to go deeper and be still and try not to get so caught up in the noise and chaos at the surface. It's like my head is the crashing waves at the surface and... My heart is the calm and peace and stillness of the deep. And in various ways, I did go deeper and got quiet and found the answers I had been seeking because, like I always say, everything you need is already within you. Nothing has changed in my outer world. In fact, you could say some things are worse depending on how you look at it. But I just 
woke up one day last week and everything felt a little bit okay. (laughs) And that's saying something because basically every day in January, I woke up and wished I was still asleep. So life and the universe and whatever higher powers that be constantly remind me and prove to me that nothing will be fully solved outside of you and your issues may feel like they're caused by something external trust me i love to point the finger at things outside of me to explain how i feel but really those outside things are just reflecting back to you some inner unresolved issue everything always comes from within which sucks sometimes but it's also a gift because you can't control what's outside of you but you can try to understand and regulate and soften what's within you After pain, there is always healing, and you hold the key to your own healing. It's always within you, and these hard times are part of your soul growth. Because I went deeper, I now feel more trusting and accepting and hopeful, and I was able to reach a sense of clarity and calm and peace, all from going within. I definitely still have hard moments, and I know I always will, And I don't have everything figured out by any means, but going through hard times like I did in January and now coming out the other side more awakened and more open, I know how resilient I am. And it's because of all of my hard times that I'm able to be more resilient. So yeah, that's where I'm at. (laughs) If you're going through a hard time, take it as a call to go deeper. Take notice of what you find in that place within you. And trust that this will pass. After pain, there is always healing. Today, we are lightening the mood a bit, and we're going to dive into the topic of self-empowerment. I feel like that's the underlying topic of pretty much every episode of this podcast, simply because that's who I am. I am a self-empowerment coach. Self-empowerment has been a huge part of my journey and is now my passion and the fuel to my mission in life, and I just love talking about it. And in today's episode, I'll be sharing with you three ways to deepen your self-empowerment. And I intentionally chose that word deepen because like I was talking about just now with my own current journey, self-empowerment really comes from within, and the deeper you go to the core of who you are, the more authentic your self-empowerment becomes. So you got to go deep to rise to the fullest version of who you are. And the three things I'm talking about today are really some of the most impactful and powerful and soul-affirming ways to deepen your self-empowerment, to connect you with your most empowered self, and to help you empower your life. Of course, there are many ways you can empower yourself, but I feel like the three I'm talking about today are the key pillars and they encapsulate a lot and they just keep showing up in my own journey, in my clients' journeys and yeah, I've just done a lot of thinking about this and these three just keep coming up. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. So first of all, before we get into the three ways to deepen your self-empowerment, I thought it would be beneficial to refresh our memories about what self-empowerment is. 
Now, I did a whole episode on self-empowerment way back in episode 5, so if you missed that one, I suggest checking that out as well if this episode sparks anything in you, because that episode is a really good introduction to the concept of self-empowerment and how to bring it into your life and why the heck I decided to focus my mission on self-empowerment. So yeah, if you missed that one, definitely go back and give that a listen as well. So self-empowerment is the act of taking your life into your own hands and making choices that align with your authentic self. It's about knowing your beliefs, needs, and goals and turning your intentions into actions. When you're self-empowered, you're confident in your strengths and weaknesses, you know what you believe in, and you make positive decisions based on what you want from life. I like to think of self-empowerment as knowing who you are and what you want and living in alignment with that. A big reason why I decided to focus my coaching and overall mission on self-empowerment is because I know what it's like to feel not empowered. I lived most of my life that way before I dove into my inner world and self-development and all of that a few years ago. I didn't know who I was or what I wanted because I lived my whole life basically neglecting myself, bypassing my emotions, suppressing my desires. I was a huge people pleaser and thrived on external validation and worried a lot about what others thought of me. I didn't know how to address or even name my mental health issues. I thought productivity and my external achievements defined my worth. I always depended on the opinion of others to the point where sometimes I really struggled to make my own decisions and to feel confident in them. And I just let my outer world impact my inner world in some pretty harmful ways. All of this came to a head when I graduated university and suddenly I didn't have all of these external factors driving me forward and I finally realized I didn't know what I actually wanted to do with my life or who I even was. I didn't know myself and realizing that was so painful I can't even describe it. I spent a year and a half in that pain living in so much shame and guilt and confusion, obsessively looking outside of myself for the answers and feeling so hopeless and lost. I went through my whole life as a hollowed out, flimsy version of myself because I had never taken the time to discover who I was. I was so confused and lost as a new graduate because I never learned how to tune into myself and do something because I wanted to and not because I thought I should or because it was expected of me or because there was some sort of external validation for doing it. I never really slowed down to ask myself, what do I want? Who am I really? I was so disconnected from myself and unsatisfied in life and just overall very disempowered. So, dear listener, I ask you this. Right now, are you living empowered or disempowered? Are you tired of always doing what you think you should do and what others expect of you? Do you feel like there's too much in the way of doing what you actually want to do? Do you ignore and suppress and disregard your needs, desires, and emotions? Do you seek external validation and worry about what others think of you and often have trouble making decisions for yourself so you seek the opinion of other people? Are you often insecure, self-conscious, and critical of yourself? Do you feel weighed down by the pressures and expectations and norms placed upon you from the outside world? 
Do you feel like you don't really know who you are or how you want to live your life? It's okay if you answered yes to any of these questions. You're in the right place, and I have felt all of those things too. I still feel them sometimes if I'm being honest, but I've realized that life is too precious to live this way. You don't have to live like this. You are worthy of more than this, and one of the most powerful keys to get you out of that way of living is to deepen your self-empowerment. When you live as your most empowered self, everything shifts in both your inner and outer world. It's a journey that requires you to commit to yourself and be willing to go deep into the core of who you are and face your wounds so that you can heal. It's soul work and it can be tough, but what's waiting on the other side is so incredibly worth it. When you live from a place of self-empowerment, you have clarity on who you are and what you most desire in life. You'll live in deep connection with your inner voice and intuition, and you'll have a strengthened sense of self-awareness, self-acceptance, and self-love. You'll depend less on external validation and have a strong sense of self-worth. You'll be more trusting of yourself and the unfolding of your life, and you'll have the ability to know, embody, and speak your truth. You'll have the courage to put yourself first, fulfill your needs, and live a life that is aligned with your values and beliefs. And most of all, you'll have the pleasure of deeply knowing, embracing, and honoring yourself so you can live a fulfilling, meaningful, and purposeful life. This is all within you. It always is. If it sounds too good to be true, chuck that story in your head out the window because you don't need that scarcity mindset. This all can be true. And it can be too good at the same time, because why not? Why wouldn't you grant yourself all these gifts and really make the most of this lifetime from a place of true empowerment? An empowered life is not a perfect life, but it is a life that blooms from the truest essence of your being. And an empowered life is also not free of struggle or pain. I talk about my pain all the time because that's just the reality of being human. Your self-empowerment won't eliminate pain, but it will help you move through it in authentic ways. It'll help you learn from the pain and build your resiliency and deepen your healing. Life inevitably comes with hard times, no matter how much inner work you do. But the inner work is what helps you get through it and even come out stronger, more evolved, more you. It's one of my biggest honors in life to guide women to this place of self-empowerment. I've had the privilege of being let into some beautiful women's journeys, and they've each come with their own set of discomforts and desires, but they were all able to connect with their empowerment in their own ways. These soulmate clients of mine have discovered their soul purpose and started taking steps towards bringing it to life. They've processed difficult emotions and strengthened their understanding of themselves and set intentions that put them in their power. They've released limiting beliefs that held them back from their self-empowerment their whole life. And they've stood tall in their truth, put themselves and their healing first, and found ways to turn down all the noise in their head so they can tune into the knowing in their heart. The possibilities that come with self-empowerment are endless. I've experienced it for myself, I've seen it happen in others, and I just believe in it so much. Any fulfilling and meaningful shift in your life starts from within you. Everything starts from within. 
And so self-empowerment is really the starting point for all of it. It's the soil from which your most authentic life blooms. You'll no longer be wondering who you are or how you want to live your life. You won't feel disconnected from yourself or unsatisfied in life. You'll have this deep knowing that will carry you through this life and lead you towards your most authentic way of being. So, how do you do it? Well, like I said, today I'll be sharing three ways to deepen your self-empowerment. I call them the three A's because they all start with the letter A. I'm loving that synchronicity. Now, this is entirely coming from my own personal experience and my experiences with coaching clients. So this is not the ultimate truth in any way. It's just gentle suggestions from my heart to yours. And I hope they're helpful and inspiring to you. And I have a sneaking suspicion that if you do commit to these three practices, you'll be really able to deepen your self-empowerment. Alright, so the first practice for deepening your self-empowerment is to strengthen your self-awareness. No surprise there, everything starts with self-awareness. It's the ground upon which you can build just about any shift within yourself and in your life. It's the most important step because without a solid sense of self-awareness, the steps you take after that may not be as authentic or as firmly rooted in who you are. So, in order to strengthen your self-awareness, there's got to be some self-reflection and self-inquiry so that you can discover who you really are and what you truly want. This step in itself takes time. The answers might not come to you right away. And really, self-awareness isn't always about just getting the answers. It's also about the ways in which you tune into yourself, the how instead of the what. There's lots of ways you can strengthen your self-awareness, like journaling or meditation or therapy or coaching. So yeah, a big part of self-awareness is finding ways that help you tune into yourself Maybe it's just sitting with yourself, or walking in nature, or talking things out with someone you trust. It could be anything, as long as it brings you closer to understanding your truth. If you're self-aware, you'll be clear on your values, personality traits, needs, boundaries, strengths and weaknesses. You'll know your triggers and trauma and what truly brings you joy and what sparks your passion and what brings you peace. The journey of really committing to getting to know yourself can be difficult. I'm sure we all have parts of ourselves that are hard to understand or that we're not proud of, but it's also such an honor to know yourself, to truly know yourself. Another big part of self-awareness too is that the awareness is not meant to lead to judgment or think you need to fix parts of yourself. It's simply to become aware of who you are to accept what you find in yourself, and to discover what is and isn't serving you. It's not about beating yourself up or being hard on yourself. Yes, it's okay for self-awareness to lead you to a part of you that maybe you'd like to change or shift in some way, but there's no need to judge ourselves or think of ourselves as broken. You are whole as you are, And you also have full permission to transform parts of you that don't feel aligned or true to you. Because that's the thing. 
When your self-awareness is strong and true, it's not about fixing something wrong in you. It's about recognizing what isn't true to you, what doesn't feel authentic or aligned, what isn't serving you, so that you can release yourself of it and make space for what will serve you. We live in a world full of distractions and things that are designed to take us away from ourselves, aspects of life that don't encourage creating space for this kind of introspection. If you live in a capitalist, consumerist, patriarchal society, chances are there are a million things pulling at your attention 24-7. So it's a radical act of self-preservation to carve out this space for yourself to strengthen your self-awareness, to not give in to the constant distractions, to get quiet and tune in and really hear yourself. Self-awareness itself is so empowering because it can lead to so many beautiful results. It's truly a privilege to know, embrace, and honor yourself. And that's all possible because of self-awareness. Strengthening your self-awareness is the first step to bringing your self-empowerment to a deeper level so that you can truly rise. Our next way to deepen your self-empowerment naturally stems off of the first, When you've strengthened your self-awareness, you'll be able to take authentic and aligned action. A part of me kind of backs away from the word action because it's traditionally seen as a more masculine rather than feminine thing, and I'm all about honoring the divine feminine within us. I don't think life and transformation is necessarily always dependent on action, but I also believe that we need a divine balance of the masculine and feminine within us. I do think there needs to be a rise and resurrection of feminine ways of being because, let's be real, we've had just about enough of masculine and patriarchal ways of being, or at least I've had enough of it. But as humans, it can be so beneficial to have a healthy balance within us because if we don't take action, we'll just stay stagnant and stuck. And again, I'm not saying that we need to always be moving forward because I don't believe that. I think there can be so much transformation in the stillness. But maybe even the stillness can be seen as taking action. So basically what I'm trying to say is that this action is rooted in the divine, feminine, and masculine. There is a balance of both. So the type of action I'm talking about here is aligned and authentic action emphasis on aligned and authentic. It doesn't come from a place of scarcity or toxic productivity or patriarchal norms. It comes from within, from that true and real place you were able to access within you because of strengthening your self-awareness. It's authentic and aligned because it comes from your deepened awareness. When you take this kind of action, you're listening to and following your inner voice, your intuition, those nudges of knowing inside of you. You don't need any sort of external validation or motivation. It all comes from within you. That's the most authentic and aligned version of action. And this type of action will help you translate that deep knowingness of who you are and what you want into a life that feels fulfilling, meaningful, and purposeful. A life that is aligned with your values and needs and boundaries and dreams. A life that feels empowered. In order to take this kind of action, you have to do what feels best for you, even if it doesn't make sense or someone else doesn't approve of it or it goes against the norms you were born into. Only you know what's best for you 
and you're allowed to do what feels right to you you know as long as you're not causing major harm to yourself or others but that goes without saying authentic and aligned action will help you make those shifts in your life and within yourself that will allow you to make the most of your precious time here in this life so take action in whatever ways feel authentic to you and make sure every step you take is aligned with the truest essence of your being this kind of action is bound to deepen your self-empowerment in transformative ways the third and final thing we're talking about today is meant to enhance your deepened self-awareness and authentic action and that is to receive loving accountability Everything you need is already within you. I firmly believe that, but I also believe and have experienced for myself that receiving the right outside support for you can do wonders for your self-empowerment. The loving accountability I'm talking about here is the kind of outside support that doesn't take you further away from yourself. It brings you back to yourself. It enhances the inner work you've already begun to do for yourself. This kind of accountability is not someone telling you what to do or judging your decisions or even just blindly cheering you on because that wouldn't be helpful either. This kind of accountability is someone who gives you a loving nudge forward, a space to work through whatever you're going through. There's someone in your corner, someone to help you see new perspectives and to remind you to celebrate yourself for how far you've come. You receive this loving accountability from someone who helps you to connect with what you already know within yourself. They help you affirm yourself and they also challenge you in the most loving ways so that you can remember just how much you're capable of. Receiving this kind of accountability helps you feel less alone in your journey because let's be honest, this kind of inner work can be lonely just because of the nature of it. But allowing yourself to receive loving accountability and support may just be the very much needed cherry on top of all the work you're doing for yourself on your self-empowerment journey. I know for me, receiving loving accountability and support for my mental health and then from a life coach was huge and really enhanced my own self-awareness and helped me take aligned action. Without it, I don't know if I'd be where I am today. It can be scary to reach out for help and open yourself up to someone else. Your self-empowerment is very personal and sacred, so it's important to make sure you open your heart to someone you can trust, someone who feels like a safe space to you. That could be a friend or family member, or it could be a coach or a therapist. Every single one of my lovely clients has said at one point or another that what they talk about with me, they've never talked about with anyone else. I see that as a huge honor and privilege and I don't take it for granted because I know how vulnerable it can feel to open yourself up to someone in that way. It's freaking scary and uncomfortable. So yeah, it's really important that the source of your loving accountability feels safe to you because when you're able to truly open up and share your heart, you'll receive the support and accountability that'll help you maintain your deepened self-awareness and move forward with your aligned and authentic action. So those are the three A's, strengthen your self-awareness, take authentic action, and receive loving accountability. All these practices work together, they are parts of a whole, and if you're able to welcome in all three, you'll be well on your way to deepening your self-empowerment. And as a self-empowerment coach, these are really the pillars of how I help my clients. If we work together, I can provide you with guidance, support, 
and a safe space to strengthen your self-awareness and really get to know who you are and what you want in your life, to deepen your understanding of your needs and desires and values and triggers and just everything moving around in that mind and soul of yours. Like I said before, I believe self-awareness is just such a crucial first step, so in coaching relationships, we're always bringing it back to that. Every single issue or struggle is a chance to become more aware of yourself. So yes, a lot of time and energy is spent in this first of the three A's. And then of course comes the aligned and authentic action. Life coaching is really based on this forward movement, which is one of the biggest differentiators between coaching and therapy. Therapy is more about digging into your past to understand the present and I've had several women come to me and say that they tried therapy before and it just wasn't giving them what they thought it would. Nothing against therapy at all. I believe it's so important but for some people it was lacking that tangible forward moving energy that you more often find in coaching. And not to toot my own horn, but I've even had women say to me that they got more out of just like a couple sessions with me than they did out of weeks and weeks of therapy. And that's not even about me, really. It's more so about the power of coaching. I'm the facilitator of the modality of coaching. And yes, I believe I'm good at it, but it's also just the nature of the work and what it can do for someone as opposed to what therapy can do. And in my particular vein of self-empowerment coaching, I believe in helping my clients take aligned and authentic action because that's the type of action that comes from that deepened awareness within you and therefore it's the type of action that is more fulfilling and sustainable and true to you. And through all of that, of course, I offer loving accountability. That's another huge aspect of coaching. Why would you hire a coach if they're not going to be in your corner? I don't believe in telling my clients what to do or forcing them to stay on top of their goals, but I do believe in assisting them in coming up with their own answers and plans of action and exploring with them what happened if they fell off track in some way. There's no right or wrong way to do action. There's no success or failure. It's all learning and growing and evolving, so I'm not here to judge what you do or how you do it. I'm here to be your sounding board, your source of encouragement and belief when you need it, and to bring you back to yourself when life starts to pull you away. So yeah, that's really the gist of how this whole coaching thing works, or at least that's how I go about things. It's all about deepening your self-awareness, taking aligned and authentic action, and receiving loving accountability. So, if any of that interests you in any way, if you're feeling ready to receive this kind of support so that you can deepen your self-empowerment, I'm your girl. I'd love to open up some space in my heart for you. You can find everything you need to know about what I can offer you on my coaching services page, which I'll put in the show notes. Also, if you think you know someone who would benefit from this type of coaching, then hey, send them my way. Word of mouth is very effective, and I'm sure whoever you're thinking of would be really grateful to you. And yeah, you know, I just believe in this work so much. I'm so passionate about it. So even though I have days where I just feel like everything is against me and I question if I'm cut out for this path, I just know that's my head talking because in my heart, I believe in my mission. I believe that everyone deserves to live empowered, 
And I know that just like everyone else, including you, dear listener, we all have a role to play in the divine plan of life. Our souls are here in this lifetime for a reason, and I'm pretty darn sure this is mine. Anyways, thank you for listening. I hope this was helpful for you. If you'd like to get in touch with me, my contact info is in the show notes as always. You can reach me by email at shaylenivany at livingembrace.ca or through the contact me page on livingembrace.ca or on Instagram at living.embrace. Also, I haven't mentioned this in a while, but if you go to my website and check out the free resources page, there's tons of PDF workbooks there for free. I'll put the link in the show notes as well. But yeah, I offer a self-empowerment journaling bundle, a soul purpose guidebook, a self-care routine planner, a mental health log, a goal setting workbook, and a self-love journal. I'm really proud of each of these resources and I think they're all just a great way to make some space for self-inquiry in your life. So check those out in the show notes. I also recently updated this page on my website and I just really like how it turned out. So I'd love if you could check it out and download some of those resources for yourself. And yeah, I think that's all I wanted to say. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sending you so much love and empowerment, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. 